When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. This is the Blue White Breakdown. The premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown. Brought to you by Penn Live. Here are your hosts, Bob Flounders and David Jones. You wanted a Blue White Breakdown podcast about Penn State Rutgers people, and you got it. Bob Flounders, <laughs> David Jones, we're here to did, break it down. It did all they really? Is, you, got, you wanted the best, you got the best. The hottest podcast in the world, the Blue White Breakdown. That was an opening uh, thing for Kiss, one of the songs. Detroit Rock City. You didn't go see Kiss, did you? No, but I had eight tracks when I was a kid. And like it was like Kiss Alive 1 or Kiss Alive 2. So I almost mem- I memorized like a lot of dumb Kiss songs. 38 Special was in there, I think. Oh, Atlanta God. Rhythm Section. Sticks. So of course, Sticks. Aerosmith. Sticks? Yeah. Oh, jeez. You got to oh. remember, it was t- we're talking about the mid to late 70s. And that I don't was, care, man. That That's was sick. it. Just because you were getting high somewhere in Ohio, Dave, doesn't mean I can't listen to Sticks. Now we're going to do a little pro call, Harem mini concert. (laughs) Dave, I know that you've dissected this Rutgers offense and defense early. Where do you want to start? More than I want. Uh, I don't know. They did score 38 points at Indiana. Indiana is just the most pathetic shell of a pro. It's very yeah. sad to see Indiana that way. Tom Allen's a great guy and I think they'll have him. He'll have them back, but they just didn't have the depth of the roster to survive this season. And Rutgers was ready to play and went in there and stomped on them. They even started running trick plays and yeah. stuff to their eligible tackle and everything. They, they run on and have on on two guys, basically. Noah Vedrill is a an interesting, resilient quarterback. He's taken he's taken a beating almost like Sean Clifford has this year. Still in there fighting. Uh, but the their two guys are guys everyone's already seen. Bo Melton, their uh number 18, their is their best wideout. He's he's sure. kind of a Swiss Army knife of a of a wideout. And Isaiah Pacheco is their little uh race car running back who uh, both of those guys have been hurt this year, but have come back and they are pretty healthy from what I've heard. They got a freshman. You should be into this because the kid wanted to wrestle. Yeah. Heavyweight wrestle. Have you heard of this kid? Where was he? he, What what state? Keontae Hamilton is his name. He's a freshman tackle who's been playing out of his mind. Defensive tackle. He must've been a heavyweight. And he, yeah, he wanted to wrestle, and and Shiana was the only guy who would would uh, would go along with it. So yeah. that's why he's at Rutgers. He could have he could have went anywhere, as uh, someone we know used to say. That was, that's <laughs> my that's my current. Uh, he's a good player. 
uh, yeah. just a freshman. So he could be a little bit of a problem for Wilson or one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have a great like rush end who can bother uh, the offensive tackles like we saw last week. We, who and mm-hmm. Michigan had two of them. So that that shouldn't be a problem. But all of Rutgers linebackers, all three of the starters are out with injury. Penn State ought to be able to exploit that. Maybe we see the tight ends, huh? Maybe we see. Ah, let's not let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Why would we do that, right? Nope. Dave, I have been thinking about this all morning. If Greg Schiano was in a situation where he was the head of a program and he was getting nothing but four and five stars, you know, carte blanche, how much different would his team look than this Rutgers team? Would he would he be daring enough to open it up, trust his OC, or would he just kind of be the same old, let's grind it and play great defense and great special teams guy? I tend to think those guys are the same no matter who their personnel is. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I And they just, I mean, who's, who's he really a spawn of? I mean, it, <laughs> you know, who we're we talking about? It's Paterno. Yeah, Paterno is was yeah. probably his his first uh, mentor and um you know that's 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 what he was uh i i i also tend to think there are guys who do really well at rehabbing programs but they're not so great with incredible yeah, yeah. talent i mean look shiano with ohio state's talent yeah, it, was not a very good coordinator i agree uh, they they probably their worst defensive season <laughs> in you know, in decades, actually, was the the one where he was really in charge of the defense. Plus, I think he's more of a CEO. He's more of an over. He's a terrific CEO, more than necessarily a a, a, a specific discipline of of what he does. Now, what was their problem with uh, when he was with uh, Tampa? Because I don't pay attention to the NFL. I you know, know, he uh, he he did he he did. I think in approach, I think he was similar to when he was. At Rutgers the first time. I think his quarterback, Dave, I think I think it was James Franklin's guy. I think it was Josh Freeman. You remember him from Kansas State? No. Yeah, he was a first round pick, but I think James was, I think James might have been the OC at Kansas State when Josh was there. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, but, Josh Freeman. I remember that guy. Yeah. 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 He was a big dude who could throw that was the ball. an NFL. He was an NFL quarterback. He was a first round pick. I didn't know that. See, that's what yeah, I, know. But I think that was who he was. He was kind of stuck with at Tampa and he just couldn't. He couldn't. They were very unimaginative. They couldn't score a lot of points. I mean, it's it was really I just think this guy, this guy just wants to play every game like a little bit like Bilama. I didn't say Bilama, uh, like 20 to 17 or 20 to 14. That's what he wants to do. Uh, the, the Rutgers Penn State series in Big Ten play specifically, and not, I know it's been bad overall, but it's just been awful, Dave. They scored 39 points in seven games total. They've only gotten the double digits once. The funny part is they haven't been blowed out. Like, I know. Like they, they refuse Maryland to get blown has. out. Maryland has beaten them twice since we've been on the beat, since Maryland has been in the Big Ten, I mean. And yeah. Rutgers really hasn't been close except for that 2014 game, right? <laughs> I, I, they haven't really been 10, 13 to 10. They came from behind to win it. Yeah. And that was Franklin's first year. First year. Bob Stoops masterpiece. Other than that, I can't remember. Did O'Brien. There's a lot of score. There's a lot of scores with Rutgers ending up with three or six. Here's a hint. 
<laughs> but Penn State doesn't score much either. That's they're right. Just, That's correct. Crap games. There's a lot yeah. of twenty to threes and twenty to seven. Yeah, twenty-eight yeah. three. A lot of games. To your point, like this week because yeah. Penn State's kind of out of it. Yeah, they aren't really interested. But I think there's a component there going on where they all of these players know each other pretty well. Most of them. They've been around the same camps, the same high schools, somebody, you know, a rival high school, maybe the same high schools. Uh, There's a couple of kids from right around here where I live in Downingtown playing for Rutgers, Rutgers. And I think even when Penn State is in an emotional state like they are, kind of a down in the dump state, which they've been before in this game, once they see those guys (laughs) – they don't, it's not like they take them for granted. It's like they know they're going to beat them. They're, yeah. they're like, we got these guys. And it gets, them, it gets them juiced just enough, just enough to smack them around and keep them at arm's, arm's length. This is the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Here's a question for you, Dave. As beat up, and we know Sean Clifford is not going to be feeling his oats going into this game. There's no way he can be. if If it goes to the familiar script and say Penn State's up, 23 to three with 10 minutes to go in the game. Will James Franklin finally play one of those backup quarterbacks or is he just going to keep, is he going to keep Sean in there to win the game, to get control of the game, to finish strong? You know what he does. He always does. It's going to be maddening. They'll probably throw with him in there with the the 23 to three lead, you know? Uh, (laughs) I hope he doesn't. I really don't. I think Sean Clifford is is quickly in terms of punishment. He is in the Christian Hackenberg phase of his Penn State career, late late career Hackenberg, where who knows what he's going to feel like next year, just walking around the planet. Now, what do you project for him? I mean, technically, he could still play another year, right? He could still play another year. Uh, what do you predict for him if he decided to go into the NFL draft? Uh, either seventh round or undrafted. Okay. I don't see him playing in the NFL. I mean, I'm trying to even think of him maybe as a backup, and he could probably do that. I could see him being a really good backup, but teams don't want to spend any or any capital at all on a on a career backup. So 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 when you talk about the draft, you're not necessarily talking about his NFL future. You're just saying that an NFL club could pick him up as a free agent, put him on a, a injury a, yeah. a practice roster. Maybe he works out and maybe he turns into a back like 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 the immortal Todd Collins, like uh, Brian Hoyer, somebody like that. But he's bigger than Brian Hoyer. Yeah. 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 But I'm just saying, I just think that, Sean, I think you know exactly what you're going to get in, Sean. I don't know that there's any more improvement to be had. Um, I think his flaws are his flaws. His strengths are that he can move around and he, he certainly will take a hit to deliver a pass. Um, and he's a guy that I think will care. You know, you don't have to worry about him. He's just going to care about football and little else. But I do think it's a little interesting conversation that will be had in the offseason 
with uh, assuming everyone is back, Mike, uh, James, and they what will they say and how will they approach? It's it's that Sean is giving off signals like he could be encouraged to stick around for another year. He's probably emboldened slightly, Dave. And I know this is a stretch by what's happening with Kenny Pickett at Pitt because Kenny Pickett was not exactly anything to write home about when we saw him. No, that 51-6 game, he was demoralized. And the 17-10 game wasn't that great either. He played better, though. But I saw stuff in him. I did. I I always liked him. What do you think? Do you think Sean Clifford could come back? I don't know, but I don't think he should. I mean, I, I feel the same way about him that I did about my nephew. In fact, I, I encouraged my nephew to get out. Josh Jackson. If Yeah, if there's not a reason to continue for an NFL future, I don't know. I mean, if you... If maybe you he does shot, have an, an outside maybe shot. he does. So that's right. the question. If if he gets feedback that from a few teams that, yeah, we could have you in a practice squad, then fine. But like you said, he's not going to show anything next year that he hasn't shown already. So, so why risk injury? Why risk Dodson next year? Right. Yeah. So why not, why not just either, either do it this year or just get out and go live your life. That's what I would say. I mean, he might, he might have just as good of a chance to land at some point on a practice squad with an NFL team this year than next year. I mean, I don't know, you know, you're just, you're just going another year with not getting paid. So. Are we going to, are we going to talk about uh, uh, Michigan state, Ohio state at all? Or actually, we could talk about Pitt, actually. Uh, Pitt, Virginia is uh, actually kind of an interesting game. And they've got is that Virginia. Virginia? No, it's, in, it's at Hines. Ooh. Um, I do and, like that Virginia coach. He, yeah, he's a, the BYU guy. Um, yeah. He's had them ready to play every time I've seen them. They're not very well, good. I think but, they got smoked by Notre Dame, though, no? Didn't they? Yeah, they, but, but they're, they're, they're always ready to play, and they've smoked some other teams, too. So that's, that's a pretty interesting game. And if if Pitt wins it, then they go to Syracuse after that. They could be 10 and two. Yes. And, and they're, they're definitely, I think, going to win their division if they, if they, if they win one of those two games. Isn't that right? Yeah. Who else is, uh, so they would be in the conference championship game. Who else, who would they play in the conference championship? They're definitely playing Wake Forest. Penn so. State fans are loving us talking about Pitt. I yep. don't care. I mean, what? It's, I don't it's college care. football. It's yeah. college football. I mean, don't you want to talk about college football? And and I think Pitt's an interesting story because Clemson is way down. And what did what did Dabo say? Get have fun while you can because we're coming we're coming next year. Yeah, that's what um, Scott Frost said like five years ago. And look where we are. <laughs> you always have to bring him up, don't you? I do. You've got a you've got a problem with him. Yeah. I do. Uh, anyway, Michigan State, Ohio State. Do you give Michigan State any shot in Columbia? I, I do think that they have enough athletes, and I do think there's enough questions. I, I said it after the Penn State game, Dave. Ryan Day and Ohio State, they just want to outscore you. They don't – they're not necessarily – they want to get a couple stops on defense and take their chances with their offense. I would pl- – I know that over is 66, unless the weather is terrible, because Michigan – Ohio State's going to get theirs. They they could have easily scored forty on Penn State. Oh, they're going to get a pretty good defense. Yeah. They're going to get theirs against that secondary. Yeah, yeah, and all realize, those receivers are healthy. Yeah. Do you realize that Michigan State has allowed three hundred and five completions this year, <laughs> no. and that's that's fifty two more than anybody in all of FBS. 
they made McNamara look like a Heisman Trophy candidate, and he hasn't. He's clearly yeah. yeah Michigan yeah. doesn't even want to do that. He had a career day. Can the you first imagine what was a ninety-five yard crossing route? Can you imagine what Stroud and those wideouts? Yeah. Uh, now Jackson uh, and, and, and Jigba Smith is like joining uh, yeah. Garrett Wilson and and Chris Olave and and yeah. Fleming Pretty doesn't good. even get on the field. Right. I Marvin mean, Harrison's better than Fleming too. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, he can just pick and choose. Uh, I don't really see Michigan State getting to him. So you know, Ohio State could score sixty, and yet <laughs> Ohio State's secondary is not very good. I don't think, I don't think any part of their defense is great. And Michigan State has a terrific offense. They could score. You know, we could be looking at sixty to forty-five in that game. I would go yeah. over. Absolutely, unless I don't yeah. think they're getting any rain. I think it's just I, 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 and it's up to nineteen, Dave. First of all, that's a lot of points. But the other problem is that that means if that means if uh, if Ohio State's up like twenty four late in the game and their fourth team defense is in, they could give up the backdoor cover. I, I think the total would be my play too. Over, yeah. over, oh, over, over, over. and I really think that Ohio State's biggest challenge is going to be Michigan, and Michigan buddy could win that game. This is how I see it playing out. Michigan finally does beat Ohio State this year. And then they go to Indy and lose to Wisconsin. <laughs> well, that could absolutely happen. So. Yeah, it could happen. That, because that they, game they played earlier was not – that final score was – it was all about Jack Cohn just stinking. No, not Jack Cohn. Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz. Got him yeah. confused. Wisconsin's playing Michigan's game better than Michigan plays it, even better with Braylon Allen. Oh. Uh, they got a, a, a kid named Julius Davis. He actually fumbled last week, but he's better than Malusi. People like him more. He's just he's just a, a kid, and I don't think Paul Chris liked that he fumbled last week. Those two together, uh, Braylon Allen and Julius Davis, that that is a one-two punch. And we don't know if uh, Blake Corum, how yeah. quickly he's going to be back or if he's going to be back. I think he's yeah. going to be back. But that was the one-two punch that Michigan had. So I could yeah. I could see a real ground and pound fest in Indianapolis with those two teams. I I think it could happen. Fastest um, fastest uh, Big Ten championship game uh, in history in terms of time. <laughs> Twelve like passes, two hours and, was, and forty minutes. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. A lot of fill. A lot of fill, guys. All right. How do you feel about Rutgers? Uh, I know somebody at NJ.com. He's Sergeant. He told me. Picking Rutgers to win, would you would you even consider that? I would not. I don't think they're offensively capable of scoring enough. Not that Penn State's going to score a lot. I don't think on Saturday. I just I don't think they're going to be able to to move the ball very successfully unless Penn State just completely you know they turn the ball over four times, something like that. I I'm, I think it's twenty to six Penn State, um, and I I just think that <laughs> yeah I do. I don't I don't. It's like a game in the old black and blue division in the yeah, 70s. I just, you know? I, I'm just, I, I know that there's only, there's only a couple ways Rutgers can win the game. And, you know, even as bad as Penn State was at times last year, they went into Piscataway and won 23 to seven. And they were never, they were never even tested in that game. And they so were bored then. They're going to they be were. bored now. It's a noon kick. I know Rutgers is trying to get to a bowl game, and, and I think they can do that. They can the do that next week. Yeah, yeah, they can do that next week. That's, it's that's senior day, Dave. It's, you can't pick against – oh, you can pick. Okay. Penn State's lost a bunch on senior day, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's not exactly a point <laughs> in your favor. 
Remember uh, when OB lost in overtime to Nebraska on senior day and like in the rain? I, he was not happy after that game. And then they beat Wisconsin <laughs> when they were 24-point underdogs the next week. I forgot all about that game. Yeah, wow. they, they they wet the bed at home on senior day and then they beat Wisconsin. It was a delightful day. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I, I actually considered picking Rutgers, but it's just stupid. It's foolish. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's just doing something to be noticed. I'm going to pick Penn state 24 to 11. (laughs) You and your numbers. I usually, I, I, did you see somebody had four, like old dominion had four last week. You were so thrilled when you saw a one point update in the Clemson game. (laughs) I I thought you were going to jump out of the press box. I thought it happened. Yeah, there's a one point safety scenario that that probably will never happen. In it's football. a trillion to one, but sure, it could happen. Zager and Evans should have written a song about it. <laughs> uh, it'll probably never happen, but but if it does, possible, you were the possible. first one that hinted at it. <laughs> but yeah, Old Dominion had four points in the first quarter against uh, Ricky Ronnie. Ricky yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, they they had four. In the first quarter, I think. Oh, those former Penn State offensive coordinators, Dave. Let's just let's just round them up. Thirty to fourteen or something, but uh, for for a moment they had four. Uh, I could see like a two point conversion at the end of the game, trying to make it like a two score game or something like that. So let's hope we see it. I I, I would. I'm here for it. I'm glad it's a noon kick. That's all I'm going to say. Like getting up at five. I'd rather I'd rather get up early than drive home. You know, in pitch dark. You know, it's just I don't enjoy the drive in the dark home. I know you have a longer drive, but there's just no lights on 322 at once. once You're it gets driving it dark anyway. It's November. No, I'm saying there's no lights, though, on 322 coming out of State College until you get to like Miller's Millersport or whatever it is. Millersville, Millerstown, Millerstown. This yeah. Route 17 is when That's you right. first see lights again. You could do that like stuff. That. You could do that driving your sleep now, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Try it in the wintertime, baby, after Penn State basketball like I used to. Talk about scary or any any time going down, going down. Steve Summers used to tell me, you wait till you go down and see that runaway truck truck ramp. He was trying to scare me my first year. And I said, what? Runaway truck ramp? And then yeah. I saw it. Yeah, not, not good. It's not easy. All right, Davey, let's wrap this up. Blue White Breakdown podcast. Check it out. We are both picking Penn State Shocker. Dave Jones is hoping to see some weird score on Saturday. I'm just hoping for a quick game. Maybe we'll both be right. This has been the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. 